1170 AM, The Zone. You could go to Chicago to hear about the Board of Trade, but isn't it easier to listen to Pam Yonke? This is the Midwest Farm Report with Pam Yonke. And it's a whole lot easier to listen when I've got an expert like Andy Fallman from Everegg joining us this morning. He'll focus in on all things dairy. How you doing? It is a Thursday. Hopefully you got a chance to enjoy some of that sunshine yesterday because we've got cloudy skies in the forecast today. Temperatures aren't going to be much different. 59 are expected high and just a 30% chance of showers. For tomorrow, more clouds, 50% chance of showers, 58 are expected high. Then Saturday, sunshine looks very pleasant, 65. Some clouds on Sunday and 64. And then all of a sudden, ba-bing, Monday, partly cloudy skies, and they're projecting 80 degrees. Uh, Chief Meteorologist Brad Rippey at USDA says that he expects temperatures to be warmer next week for the upper Midwest. He's also predicting that from May 10th through the 17th, we're going to see uh, more rain than average. That's not necessarily what we want to see. Stu Ag meteorologist, of course, will focus in on our Wisconsin details. He's coming up in just a little bit. Today, Wisconsin Ag Secretary Randy Romanski visiting the Lodi area, focused in on beef. May is Beef Month. We'll be talking about that as well. Our friends at Rhodes Bake and Serve want to help you celebrate mom. Tell us your favorite memory with mom and be entered to win a great prize package courtesy of Rhodes Bake and Serve, including a breadboard, recipe book, apron, free product, and more. All the winners will be announced on Mother's Day. Enter now at thefarmwi.com or use the brand new farm app and celebrate mom with Rhodes Bacon Serve. Be careful of what you see on the internet. Bob Osel here at the northern end of the world's longest barn. And uh, Pam, I don't know about you, but I've been lucky. I have not had my identity stolen or my Facebook hacked. Mm-hmm. But boy, I'll tell you, people have in whether you're in agriculture or not, if it happens, it's really disconcerting. It is, Bob. And I know you and I are kind of the same mind frame. We don't, we have to use social media. We have to be on the internet, but it's something that we really are always a little leery about. And boy, I'll tell you what, our guest today gives you all the more reason why you should be leery of any online activities. Fabulous Farm Bay Pam Yankee, southern end of the world's longest barn in Madison. So if you've been following us at MidwestFarmReport.com, fabulous Farm Babe on Facebook, uh, about a week ago, 10 days ago, we posted a story about a dairy farm in Kewaskum that had their entire farm identity stolen off Facebook. Now, at first blush, you say, okay, no big deal. Well, what they did is use the identity of that dairy farm to falsely post that they were moving out of state and that they had too many Highland animals that needed to be rehomed. All of this complete false, but the farm ended up getting phone calls to their personal home. They had phone calls going to cell phones, and they literally had people driving from as far away as northwest Wisconsin and beyond with trailers to come and pick up these mini Highland cattle, which did not exist. What in the world can a farm do to protect themselves from something like this? And what should we be aware of as just people that have to be online as part of our business? I talked about it with Michael Domke. He is the director of the Bureau of Consumer Protection within the Wisconsin Department of Ag, Trade, and Consumer Protection. This is his jurisdiction. But as we learn very, very quickly, Domke does not have the resources, the personnel, or the ability 
to really do much when it comes to monitoring or assisting in these situations. We are seeing this type of scam, not necessarily targeting the agriculture business and certainly not the small farm like this, but the theme has been consistent for, for many years across many industries. And unfortunately, criminals don't have a conscience, and so we'll target anybody who thinks they'll respond to their ad. You know, the part that uh, also kind of surprised me is they were using an online payment program, uh, Venmo, to collect these down payments. So it would seem to me that, again, not being able to find any recourse, no tracing, even with something like that that's supposed to supposedly a trusted provider. You're absolutely right, and that's one of the things that we see more and more often is them using these type of payments because they're difficult, not impossible, to trace back. But if we identify who that is, oftentimes they end up overseas, and so they mm. funnel it through these online apps, and there's not a lot of protections for the users. Mm. What resources are out there, Michael? I'm assuming that there are going to be some folks in my audience that are alarmed at the vulnerability that they might have. Uh, you can't really throw the baby out with the bathwater bath in a lot of responses. Right. You, you know, you still have to use uh, these platforms. But what are some things that we really need to keep in mind? I looked at the the scam posting and all of the normal tips were not there. What do we have to be uh, keenly aware of? So in situations like this, the general ones, if you're going to websites, you know, certainly checking the email address, hovering over things, making sure. But what I would encourage everyone, and something you can do is try and find a secondary source to contact whoever it is you want to buy something by. You know, in this instance, they stole the phone number and the identity and all that. But if you can find a second phone number to call them before you make that payment, you know, so often they discover this after the fact. But if you're going to spend that much money, try and see if you can find a direct contact to it. And most of our scams, you know, involve a direct contact. That, that contact is initiated by somebody else. Mm -hmm. And so then, of course, there's so many other things you can do to double-check it. But in this one, you know, you're looking at something, you're initiating that contact, you're responding, you're thinking it's legit. Uh, the one thing in the back of your mind is just think, is there another way I can verify this through a different website, a different contact, things like that? Well, and I'll give the credit to the farm for trying to respond to as many text messages and voice messages as they could, but your point is well taken. And, you know, I know this sounds cliche, Michael, but if it sounds too good to be true, isn't it probably too good to be true? The only <laughs> We always say the only people who make offers that are too good to be true are scammers and criminals. Right, right. That's it. Are we seeing this kind of scam uh expand in Wisconsin? I know that Consumer Protection does a routine survey of Wisconsinites, things that drive them crazy like robocalls, etc. But I've got to believe this one is quickly moving up the, up the ladder. Well, you know, targeting agriculture is, <clears throat> it is growing. And it's usually, though, that's more of a cyber attack, more malware, ransomware, things like that to try and shut down the operation until they get paid. These type of fraudulent sites, unfortunately, we just can't keep up with the different tweaks that they're taking. You know, we'll try and do some outreach and educate, but uh, expanding into this network is not unknown to us, but there's always going to be a different twist on them. You know, and that makes uh, that brings up another point. Who has jurisdiction over this kind of an offense? I mentioned to Michael, and if you're just joining us, Michael Domke is along with us, Director of the Bureau of Consumer Protection at the Wisconsin Department of Ag, Trade, and Consumer Protection. I mentioned to Michael that I reached out to the FBI, and even they have a difficult time trying to find uh, an area where people would be responsible. 
Yeah, you know, DATCAP doesn't have, you know, overt authority over the cybercrime. We really try and get some of that upfront education. But you went to the right source. You know, it's going to be the FBI or it's going to be maybe the, the Federal Trade Commission might have an interest in it. And then it's just a matter of all the agencies trying to talk to each other to try and get to the bottom of it. So give me an idea, or maybe a few, Michael, on what the average farm that may have a site that's used simply for posting cattle pictures or something like that. How? What do we have to do to try to make sure we're protecting ourselves from the get-go? Well, if you're just going to put the website out there and you're going to post it, Honestly, Pam, there's not a whole lot because if once it's out there in public, someone's going to try and find a way to maybe manipulate that or steal it. So the best way is to try and come up with some type of confirmation for those customers to contact them, and maybe it's a secondary source to contact them, which is a lot of hoops to jump through and doesn't make it efficient. But it's one way to, to uh, try and ensure that your consumers or customers are talking to the right people. I know that sometimes, uh, for example, in website creations, you can get a certification, so to speak, a stamp that says, okay, uh, this information has been uh, protected and is in ver- and verified. Uh, I, I'm going to guess social media, kind of the wild, wild west on that without anything of that type? Yeah, and I'm going to be talking a little outside my lane on this one as far as how you can verify some of those accounts and, and where you get into it. I have a whole lot of expertise, but, sure. you know, it's, it's to me, it's the communication back and forth, mm-hmm. you know, and again, it always comes down to if you're going to initiate the contact, here's a couple things, but there's so many other red flags that should be going off if somebody's contacting you. Sure. Uh, how many people would you estimate on your staff? are kind of being channeled in this direction, Michael. I know there's never enough staff when it comes to the workload at the Wisconsin Department of Ag Trade and Consumer Protection in all areas, but ballpark, how many people are focused in on this kind of crime in your department? So we have uh, a team of 10 mediators who will try and, if something like this initially happens, to do that initial research, and then we have nine investigators who are tasked and focused into things like this and digging a little deeper. Mm-hmm. You know, we have uh, received warnings from the federal government, uh, agribusiness possibly becoming a target of that ransomware that you were speaking of. So it sounds to me like, again, private services, uh, a growing industry of investigators in this area is probably what we're seeing. It is. You know, I would say that there is no part of the industry that is safe from a ransomware or malware attack. You can put things in place. And you may be able to um, deflect those mm-hmm. efforts and make yourself safe, but everyone is a target. Michael Domke, along with us, Director of the Bureau of Consumer Protection at the Wisconsin Department of Ag Trade and Consumer Protection. Where do you suggest people begin educating themselves, Michael, on steps to take to protect yourself? You've, you know, let's face it, we got a lot of farm kids out there with uh, very powerful cell phones that they're using, same kinds of risks for them. You've got a group of resources. Where do you start pointing people to to begin their education? Yeah, I would encourage everyone, please visit our website. And and we take a lot of pride and put a ton of effort into putting some resources out there that actually have information that both resonates and it's useful. You know, it's not the gratuitous information that you're going to read and say, yeah, I've heard it 10, 15 times. It's true things you can take with you and put into practice very easily and also things to share around. And if they have more questions, they can just certainly give our hotline a call, and that is 608, or, I'm sorry, 800-422-7128. Excellent. 
Michael Domke along with us. You think it can't happen to you. Well, that's the same feeling that that dairy farm in Kewaskum felt. Can't happen to me. Well, guess what? In this day and time, folks, it can. Michael Domke, one of the helpful staff, director of the Bureau of Consumer Protection at the Wisconsin Department of Ag, Trade, and Consumer Protection. From the southern end of the world's longest barn in Madison, I'm Farm Director Pam Yonke. This is the Midwest Farm Report with Pam Yonke. Because of you, someone gets to stay home in familiar surroundings. Because of you, there will always be a friendly smile. Because you are the bright star in someone's life. Bright Star Home Care is looking for caregivers and nurses. Bright Star believes working one-on-one with clients in their homes means better care. It's the reason you got into healthcare in the first place. Be the bright star in someone's life. Work with Bright Star. Apply today at brightstarjobs.com. Farming is dangerous. There's dangers all around us. We work around it and we live around it every day. And we just become desensitized to what's around us. We go through safety training and, you know, we try and do these things to make sure accidents don't happen, but you just never know. There are so many farmers that I think take for granted all of the underground utilities that are there. You don't want to hit a gas pipe because that's your life. The other part of it is if you hit certain things, you're liable for it. I mean, we kind of know what's out here, but all at the same time, you, you just always call. Farm Safe 811 starts with you. Whether you're installing drain tile or doing any sort of digging, always call 811 and wait for any underground lines to be marked and have the depth confirmed. That's farming with care. But if a line does get damaged, go somewhere safe and call 911. Always keep safety in the back of your mind. Just stay humble. For more information, go to farmsafe811.org. You might want a new kitchen to upgrade the countertops, add soft closed doors and drawers, or improve on the original layout with new wall placement. Actuate Improvement will make your kitchen more livable, all the while helping you increase the value of your entire home. Actuate Improvement is a full-service design and remodeling company specializing in kitchens, baths, and basements. Let's get the conversation started with a complimentary estimate, consultation, and suggestions. ActuateLLC.com. Design. Create. Actuate. This is the Midwest Farm Report. From field to fork and everything in between is why the kids from Wisconsin stay. It's a great way to start your day. And it is. I'm not sure we're going to see as much sunshine today as we enjoyed yesterday, but still, we'll make it work, that's for sure. Time to check in with our Compere Financial Ag Weather Update. Stumach, Ag Meteorologist, along with us. You know, I love the sunshine yesterday, but I was a little surprised. If we hit 60, it did not feel like a warm 60. You know what I mean? I get you, but that was your official high at the Madison Airport. Yeah, that's the northeast side of town for you. It was 60. La Crosse hit 65. Nonetheless, the sun was nice. I spent a little more windshield time than I wanted yesterday, but it was nice to put the sunglasses on, feel that sunshine shining through the windshield, help to warm up the inside of the vehicle, I'll tell you that much. We are going to see a few more clouds roll in today. Low pressure is forming off to our south far southern Kansas this morning and the radar indicating rain in southeast Kansas on into southern Missouri and then there's a little band off to the north of that that extends from southwest Nebraska to northeast Nebraska 
northwest Iowa, southwest Minnesota. Oh, it's not an imminent threat. We're not going to have a shower build in here as we make our way to the afternoon or anything. But I do expect a few more clouds. Southern Wisconsin, I'm kind of looking at Madison and area south, standing a greater possibility to see some rain that could be a bit measurable. But that most likely won't develop until we get on toward tonight or last just into the day Friday. And even then, a couple of tenths of an inch up to a quarter. That would be about the most. Temperatures are going to warm up right behind that little system to the south. Sunshine and warmer air returning Saturday. But the clouds do return Sunday. In fact, another small low tries to edge in with some rain chance. Wrapping up the weekend, just starting us into next week. Not a great threat, but a possibility at least trying to show up. I'll have forecast details right after this. Soil health. It's the top priority at Midwestern BioAg. It's the first thing they consider with every product at every step. It's designed to build healthy, biodiverse soils to support healthy soil, resilient crops, and higher yields. Midwestern BioAg offers biological fertilizers to optimize yields during the growing season, all the while building healthy soil for the future. To learn what a Midwestern BioAg program can do for you, visit MidwesternBioAg.com. Midwestern BioAg, better farming through better soil. Our friends at Rhodes Bake and Serve want to help you celebrate mom. Tell us your favorite memory with mom and be entered to win a great prize package courtesy of Rhodes Bake and Serve, including a breadboard, recipe book, apron, free product, and more. All the winners will be announced on Mother's Day. Enter now at thefarmwi.com or use the brand new farm app and celebrate mom with Rhodes Bake and Serve. My name is Cameron Olson, owner of Olson Solar Energy. Wisconsinites love local. Uh, we love buying local. We love knowing who we're buying from. Uh, and that's what we were able to offer to them. We keep hearing, I've really thought about solar for a long time. I'm finally able to do it because I've got a local person that I can trust. The more you know about solar, the better. But I think the most important thing is knowing who to work with. And that's us. Go to OlsonSolarEnergy.com and start saving. Go green, save green with Olson Solar Energy. So we went from 60, let's say, as a high yesterday. People waking up in the mid to upper 30s this morning, Stu. Yeah, cooler start, no doubt about that. But indeed, not a bad day. I'd look for more partly sunny skies to develop. Madison and south more likely becoming mostly cloudy here today. And a lot of very upper 50s, you know, 59 into the lower 60s, especially at La Crosse and Boston. Warmer east winds at 5 to 10. Mostly cloudy and that chance of a shower late tonight, especially far southern Wisconsin. Low and mid 40s with east winds at 5 to 10. Mostly cloudy Friday, almost anywhere there could be a scattered shower, some light rain, up to a tenth of an inch or two, about all we expect. Very upper 50s, could be some low 60s, lacrosse and Boston. Northeast winds gusting to 25. And then there's Saturday. Sunny skies, a fine day, mid-60s, with the northeast winds at 5 to 10. I expect those mid-60s on Sunday again, Pam, but more clouds. Late Sunday night or Monday could be a little sprinkly rain shower trying to build on in. And next week, we kind of blow the lid off and temperatures start to rise. We could have some 80s already on for Tuesday and Wednesday. What are you thinking about volume of rain next week? It doesn't look to be a big threat early on. You know, enough to maybe slow you down while it's falling. But after mm-hmm. that, it should dry up pretty quick with that warmer air. All right. So time to review road safety protocol when it comes to sharing the road with the farm equipment. Because it sounds like it's going to start rolling this weekend and keep rolling next week, huh? Yeah, the hours are going to get a whole lot longer in a big hurry. Mm-hmm. Gotcha. All right, dude. We'll catch up with you tomorrow. Thanks, Stu.
You bet. Take care. Stumach is our ag meteorologist with weather details that you're looking for. Speaking of details that you're looking for, don't forget our friend uh, Andy Fallman, who's one of the broker analysts with Everag, is going to be stepping into the microphone up before 6, talking about all things dairy. That's what we've got coming your way. Stick around. This is the Midwest Farm Report with Pam Youngke. You may know Rural Mutual Insurance as the number one farm insurer, but did you know they also offer competitive home, auto, business, and life insurance? They make it convenient to bundle your insurance while saving you time and money. Visit RuralMutual.com to learn more. Rural Mutual Insurance, keeping Wisconsin strong. Got chronic pain? Not having success with steroids but trying to avoid surgery? Well, thankfully, there's a better way, and it's now available here from the medical professionals at QC Kinetics. I'm talking about new therapies, advanced all-natural regenerative treatments that not only just give you relief, but also can restore and repair damaged tissue for long-lasting relief. If you've got joint pain due to arthritis, knee pain, hip pain, shoulder pain, don't just think the old ways of dealing with pain are the only ways. You need to learn more about these new biological therapy solutions. Call now for a free consultation. QC Kinetics, 608-319-1750. These remarkable new treatments increase mobility, decrease pain, and help restore tissue. They actually encourage your body to heal itself. Call now and learn more about these restorative, regenerative, and revolutionary alternatives. Don't wait. Call today. QC Kinetics, 608-319-1750. That's 608-319-1750. Let Ho-Chunk Gaming Madison help you catch the island spirit with our Tiki Loot Party. On Saturday evening, June 4th, 37 winners will share in a massive amount of cash prizes and rewards play. It's going to be a huge night with four winners selected every half hour between 5 and 9 p.m. Then at 9.30, one grand prize winner will land in a big one. $20,000 in cash. But don't wait until the 4th for all this Tiki fun. Check out our bar for some luau-inspired drink specials all month long. Come and get the tropical feeling at Ho-Chunk Gaming Whenever you make a major purchase, there's always that little voice in your head asking questions like, are you sure? Is this the right one for me? Bergstrom Automotive turns the what ifs into why not with the seven day buyback guarantee. That's one full week to get to know your vehicle. Is it as large as you anticipated? Maybe you want more power in heavy traffic. Maybe you find out the neighbors just bought the same make, model, and color that you just purchased. Whatever the reason, at Bergstrom, if you don't love it, simply bring it back. Not every dealership offers a seven-day buyback guarantee. Then again, Bergstrom Automotive isn't an ordinary dealership. Bergstrom believes you shouldn't have to listen to that little voice that questions your buying decision. They just want you to feel giddy with freedom, just like you did when you bought your very first one. Love it or bring it back at Bergstrom Automotive. Join the When you're planning your remodeling project, you'll want to know where every penny is spent. Not just one big fat bid out of nowhere. AF Construction explains your plan one item at a time. Their line item estimates spell out everything, showing you exactly what you're getting. AF Construction, your local hands-on remodeling contractor, offering line item estimates and eye-popping results. For your free consultation, visit AFConstructionLLC.com. 
Get ready for a remarkable new look. When it comes to vaping, the truth can get clouded. So let's make it clear. Vaping is not safe for kids, teens, or young adults. It's just not. Because vaping can put microscopic particles into your lungs. And dangerous things like metals and volatile organic compounds into your body. And nicotine, the same highly addictive substance found in regular cigarettes. Nicotine can harm a person's brain development through their mid-20s. Affecting learning, memory, attention, and impulse control and priming the brain for other addictions. Vaping products also come in kid-friendly flavors that can make them appealing to youth. And many kids also use other drugs, like marijuana, in vaping devices. With appealing flavors, high nicotine levels, and lots of promotion on social media. Many kids think vaping is harmless, but it's not. So talk to your kids about the risks of vaping, because when you talk, they hear you. For more information, visit underagedrinking.samsa.gov. If your wiper blades are smearing and streaking, stop by O'Reilly Auto Parts to save $8 instantly on a pair of Rain-X Latitude wiper blades. Our professional parts people will even install them for you for free. Improve visibility and save money with Rain-X Latitude wiper blades. Visit O'Reilly Auto Parts or shop online at OReillyAuto.com. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. Since the series is shifting back to Milwaukee for Game 3 on Saturday, here's Giannis. I'll be back. He's coming. He's coming in Milwaukee for you guys. So, George, you were down. Were you at TD Garden last night? I was not. I was watching from the comfort of my couch. I'll be at TD Garden for Game 5, though. You okay. Know, series clinching. Got you. I was going to say, like, how electric was it as uh, shot after shot just kept raining down from friggin' Jalen Brown, dude. Oh, my God. So, as you're watching, what what are the Boston Celtics? Are they somewhere in between what we saw last night, not missing a shot, and what was Game 1 where they couldn't make a shot? Are they somewhere in between, or are they more closer to what they were last night or more closer to what they were in Game 1? No, they're definitely closer to game two. Now, I'm not going to say Jalen Brown's going to go out, shoot five for five from three in the first half, and just have his way with an offense every time, because at the same time, he only scored four points in the second half. So what Jalen Brown did for them, though, was crucial for them to get this win. Because in game one, it was either paint, it was layup, dunk, or three, or bust. There's no mid-range game. What Jalen Brown and Jason Tatum were making sure to dictate, and Emo Doka said it to them, was find that mid-range spot. Because they work the pick and roll well, but what we have with the Brooke Lopez and the Giannis and the Bobby Portis, where they're going into the drop zone defense, you got to have that middle ground because they're either playing that they're going to drive to the rim or do a dump-off pass. You're going to have that space in the mid-range game, and that's what Jalen Brown took advantage of. So all of a sudden, you make a two-layer defense become three-zoned on that front. What Jalen Brown did was he was unconscious, and he said it after the, after the game one where he played absolutely terrible. He forgot how to play basketball in game one. He was locked in. He showed up to the arena, TD Garden, first one there, four hours before, locked in, was the first one on the floor shooting. And in the first half, that is what translated. Second half, he cools off. Jason Tatum had 19 points in the second half, 10 points in the fourth quarter. That's what this team has been. They will defend you. They will bust your ass. I'm sorry if I can't curse on the radio. You can say ass, 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 ass. They will bust your ass. I'll say it again. (laughs) And they will find those great shots. They were very rushed in game one. Defensively, they were overhelping on Giannis, not rotating back to their guy. That's what was giving the Bucs great looks. But I'll say this, and I'm not messing with you at all. After game one, the final score is 101-89. And I looked at that, just the final score. And games are more than the box score. 
But I said the Celtics can win by only allowing 101 points because that's how good their defense is. Their offense needs to step up. Their defense went twofold. Their offense showed up even better, and it showed a 109-86 win last night. George Belletti joining us right now from Nesson uh, down in Boston. So, George, um, Giannis Dendekumbo, I saw your guys' as head coach talking about how it's, it's not Wilt Chamberlain down there. That's got to be a little bulletin board material for Giannis Dendekumbo. But speaking of Giannis, tell us more about Grant Williams. Is this guy like the Giannis stopper? What is going on with Grant Williams? No, there's two Giannis stoppers that call Boston home, not one. Now, you gave me a Terminator line. I'll give you a Rocky two line. Oh. Mickey meets with Rocky before he's about to take on Apollo, and he goes, you need to go knock that guy's block off. And what does Rocky say to him? Dead looks him in the eyes and says, absolutely. That was Ime Udoka to Al Horford and Grant Williams yesterday because what those two did, they've become the Giannis stoppers. We can take care of them one-on-one. They're strong enough to stay, stay square, stay in front of them, They don't need the help defense, so that doesn't allow for easy passes for Giannis. That's what happened in game one. They were overhelping with the double teams, even after he picked up his dribble, and then the guy goes out and has 13 assists. Giannis can still find those passing lanes. He's still a great playmaker. That's where he's really grown in his game. But when Grant Williams and Al Horford can take care of him one-on-one and not make anything easy in the paint, then also make his life hell outside of the paint as he shot two for eight outside of the paint as he did last night, and you make no, you don't give the Bucks any easy looks from the rest of the four guys on the floor. That's what makes this defense show up. So Giannis can go ahead, go get 28 points. It's going to take you 27 shots to get there. Go ahead, get 25 points in game one. It's going to take you 25 shots to get there. That's because Al Horford and Grant Williams one-on-one can slow him down. I'm saying Giannis stoppers, they're Giannis preventers let's go with that <laughs> they're Giannis slower down he's slower great downers. man he's great yeah. he is great he is he is one of the best talents I've ever seen go on the floor he's unlike any athlete I've ever seen play basketball he's, he's before but there comes a point it's no longer the wall you have to build it is do you have a guy that can take care of him one-on-one and take away those easy assists from him and that's what the Celtics have done George, Ben Kenny here. Good to talk to you again. Uh, so in the first round series... I think he knows your voice. It, I, I know. It was a joke. Okay. I, in the first round series, the Bulls ended up taking 10 more threes against the Bucks than they had throughout the regular season on average. Roses are red, violets are blue, and you bet she'll be talking farming with you. This is the Midwest Farm Report with Pam Youngke. I don't think you're going to see too much blue sky today. Clouds are moving back in. 59 are expected high. Tomorrow, pretty much the same thing and 58. But the sun returns on Saturday, 65, the expected high. Glad you're along with us. I'm Pam Yankee. Speaking of who's along with us, it's a Thursday. Our friends from EverAg are joining us. Andy Fallman, our guest, focused in on all things dairy. That's coming up in about 15 minutes or so. Today is Thursday, May 5th. On this day back in 1934, the first Three Stooges film is released. That comedy trio became famous for their short films and slapstick humor started on this day, 1934. On this day, for you baseball fans, in 1904, Cy Young pitched the first perfect game in modern Major League Baseball. And now he is a namesake for the Cy Young Award. Started on this day back in 1904. Happy birthday to English songwriter and singer Adele. She's celebrating today. And so is Monty Python's Michael Palin. 79 years young today, and now you know.
Well, we know there's a lot of animals that need our extra care at this time of the year. A lot of babies that are around the farm. Of course, we got a lot of birds that are laying eggs. I'll tell you what, if you're a horse owner, you need to be paying attention to the fluctuations we've been witnessing in Wisconsin weather. Stephanie Hoff joins us with a couple reasons why. In the Badger State, foaling season is the first six months of the year. If you're seeing little hooves at this time of year, there are specific things you need to think about for both baby and mom. Margaret Boyko is a veterinarian at Wisconsin Equine Clinic and Hospital. She shares those details. Yeah, so the biggest thing is keeping those babies safe. When foals are first born, they're born without an immune system. So it's important that they get the colostrum or the mare's first milk. And then that we make sure that within the first 24 hours of life, we're checking to make sure those babies got appropriate amounts of that colostrum and develop antibodies so they have an immune system. Um, that's that's the first thing in, in the first 24 hours of life. After that, it's just making sure you baby-proof everything. So have appropriate fencing. Um, don't turn them out with big horses that might run them around. Um, make sure you don't have a whole bunch of strange horses coming and going because, again, babies are, are fragile creatures. So, so those are the big things that you have to look out for um, and then just making sure that mom gets as much exercise and baby gets exercise um, and everybody's eating and drinking and, and happy. How does weather play a role? Yeah, so in the beginning of the season, so when you're thinking January, February, March, when there's snow, it's important to get those babies dry as fast as possible. And those babies really shouldn't be outside in the weather. So days where it's raining and it's only 45 degrees outside, probably shouldn't be turning your babies outside. Once the grasses start coming up, that's when you have to think about what the mama is eating. The babies isn't so much, but once the, the grass comes up, we have to pay attention to what mom is eating because the grasses have a lot of sugar at the beginning of spring and that can lead to issues such as laminitis or founder. It's mostly just a horse thing so horses are very delicate creatures as many people think they're these these big strong creatures but really they're actually delicate flowers so yeah mostly with horses. Sensitive tummies. Can you explain what founder is and why uh, that greening grass is can be an issue? Sure. So when they eat that first green grass, it's going to cause them to eat a lot of sugar because, like I said, the first grass in the spring has a large amount of sugar in it. That sugar is going to cause an inflammatory response, and it's going to cause havoc on their feet. So it's actually going to inflame the lamina, which is the connective tissue between the coffin bone and the hoof wall, and that can start causing things like rotation of the coffin joint, or, I'm sorry, of the coffin bone, um, and, and overall make those horses really, really sore. How do you prevent this issue from happening? So we don't necessarily have to stop most horses from eating grass. There's definitely some horses in the world that can't have grass because they have what's called metabolic syndrome. But as far as most normal horses, it's just a matter of introducing them to the grass slowly and not letting them eat a whole bunch of lush grass all at once. You know, spring brings more than just the greening of things. Before things start to green up, we experience a lot of mud, and it can get slippery for animals. Is that another issue, slipping, potential lameness that you have to deal with? Yeah, absolutely, and and mud and ice, too, will cause slipping, too. The other thing that we find with mud is those horses standing in that mud and muck will cause thrush, as well as things like scratches or mud fever, where they get irritation on their pastern area, and so they get a skin back 
bacterial infection. Other things that it can cause is, is foot abscesses too. So does that mean you're on call a lot at the Wisconsin Equine Clinic and Hospital? You guys are based in Oconomowoc, but you have a pretty far reach around uh, the east, eastern part of Wisconsin, east central, and southeastern part of the state. Are you getting called out a lot to, to address these issues? Yeah, so we do always have somebody available on call. So there's always a veterinarian 24-7 on call. Me personally, since I focus on the reproductive aspect of it, I am on call 24-7 throughout breeding season for dystocias or difficult births and whatnot. But our field veterinarians are on call and they see a lot of issues in the spring. People are starting to get back into riding and showing. The horses have been sitting all winter and so maybe people are push them a little bit too hard too fast when they're getting them in shape. But yeah, we do see a lot of emergencies, especially in the spring. What are the biggest questions you're getting today? Oh, the biggest questions that I'm getting today is how people can help keep their horses healthy long term. So what they need to feed their older horses and and what they need to do just to keep those horses healthy and prevent issues. How do you respond? Yeah, so I say that it's it's very much tailored to each individual horse, but the big thing is having a good relationship with a local veterinarian and having somebody that you have available 24-7 for an emergency situation. Margaret Boyko is a veterinarian at the Wisconsin Equine Clinic and Hospital. She tells me horses can live up to 40 years. The average is about 25 years. For the Midwest Farm Report, I'm Stephanie Hoff. Sick calves got you down? Draining your profits, time, and motivation? Get your calf up and moving now with BioVet's new Baselight Calf Electrolyte. Baselight contains balanced electrolytes for restoring and maintaining proper fluid levels in scouring calves. It's easy to mix, palatable, and calves are eager to drink it down to the last drop. Stop feeling down. Pick up the phone and order BioVet's Baselight. Call 1-800-BIOVET-1. 1-800-BIOVET-1. Rural Mutual Insurance, keeping Wisconsin strong. If you're interested in a rewarding career with a strong Wisconsin company, Rural Mutual Insurance is looking to add to their growing team of successful employees and agents. Apply online today at ruralmutual.com slash careers. Rural Mutual Insurance, keeping Wisconsin strong. Our friends at Rhodes Bake and Serve want to help you celebrate mom. Tell us your favorite memory with mom and be entered to win a great prize package courtesy of Rhodes Bake and Serve, including a breadboard, recipe book, apron, free product, and more. All the winners will be announced on Mother's Day. Enter now at thefarmwi.com or use the brand new farm app and celebrate mom with Rhodes Bake and Serve. Our buddies at Everag are stepping to the microphone in just a little bit, focused in on all things dairy. Andy Fallman, our guest this morning. Speaking of dairy, yesterday, barrel cheese gained three cents in Chicago to 233. 40-pound block cheese was unchanged, 234 and three quarters. Double A butter up three cents at 265 a pound. In overnight trade, June milk is up 17 cents, 2447 a hundredweight. July milk's up 23 at 2435 a hundredweight. Basically, all of our commodities are stronger right now. 
December corn's up a penny and a quarter at 737 and a half. November beans are up eight and a quarter, 1494 and three quarters. The July wheat's up 10 and three quarter cents, make that 12 cents now at 1088 and a quarter. And uh, that's kind of where our grain trade stands. You know, a lot of folks paying very close attention to what's happening with the weather, including our Wisconsin farmers. Looking beyond just this weekend, it does appear that we're going to warm up quite a little bit in the upper Midwest. But what about moisture? USDA's chief meteorologist, Brad Rippey, says the upper Midwest is still lined up for more rain. Taking a look ahead at the 8 to 14 day outlook covering the time period from May 10th through the 16th, we are looking at warm conditions in many areas of the country, all areas along and east of a line from central Texas to Wisconsin and also in California. We're expecting cooler than normal conditions across the Rockies and parts of the Great Plains. Now, in terms of precipitation from May 10th through the 16th, we are expecting drier than normal conditions west of the Rockies and in much of the northeastern U.S., but perhaps Perhaps a bit of good news for the Great Plains. We're expecting above normal precipitation there as well as the upper Midwest. Brad Rippey, he's our chief meteorologist at the U.S. Department of Agriculture. I also want to point out that although the rain may frustrate some of your planting intentions, it is probably a good thing. Wisconsin has a pretty good footprint as far as the drought monitor is concerned. Most of the state is not experiencing any drought, but there's still probably the southern third of Wisconsin, uh, namely all of the counties along the Illinois border, southeast Wisconsin, right up into really central Wisconsin, Adams and Juneau County, where there is abnormally dry uh, soil moisture. Same situation for growers that are in western Wisconsin, up in that Chippewa Valley area. They're also registering some abnormally dry weather when it comes to the latest drought monitor. So like I said, it's not necessarily welcome but it's definitely needed. We need to get up to speed on what's happening in the dairy markets this morning, and Andy Fallman from Everag will help us do that next. This is the Midwest Farm Report with Pam Youngke. It's time for this week's planting update with Dave Rawley, Wisconsin Region Manager with Wiffles Hybrids. Dave? The risk-reward is, is as high as it's ever been uh, if you look at the markets and the input. So you really need to stick with your plan, uh, exercise patience and good caution. There's a lot of things that can go wrong when we start to push it. There's still a lot of good opportunity, though, in the month of May to get that crop planted before we what we'd say is running out of time. We're one of just a, a handful of actual seed corn companies left in the U.S. that develops and breeds their own inbreds and crosses those to make hybrids. Part of the way that we've been so successful is just our ability to spread out our research trials. We run over 60 local research trials in our footprint. There's several in southern Wisconsin that we plant with a research-type planter. They're replicated. It's our standbys. It's some competitive material, and it's what we think could be the next best hybrid coming through the pipe. That's Dave Raleigh, Region Manager with Wiffles Hybrids. For more information, visit wiffles.com. There goes Pam Yonke across Wisconsin in her suburban truck. Thanks to our equipment. Check out the affordable, efficient, versatile tractor line at our equipment and ask for Mr. Versatile, Chunk Gill. And from the dairy farmers of Wisconsin, promoting Wisconsin's world-class dairy products since 1983. Look for their proudly Wisconsin badge on dairy products. Keep up with Pam at fabulousfarmbabe.net on Facebook and Twitter.
Because of you, someone will feel more at home in their new home. Because of you, living with memory loss is a little less scary. Because you put the Bright Star in senior living. Bright Star is looking for caregivers and resident assistants. Bright Star believes in providing the highest quality assisted living and memory care. It's the reason you got into healthcare in the first place. Be the Bright Star in someone's life. Work with Bright Star. Apply today at brightstarjobs.com. Hang on to your tractors. Here's another update. This is the Midwest Farm Report with Pam Youngke. Always happy to be joined by some of the staff from Everag. Remember, they are all across the countryside working with dairy operators to try to see their way clear on the crazy risk that we're dealing with in all of agriculture these days. Joining us live this morning is Andy Fallman, one of their broker analysts, and we want to focus in a little bit on these milk prices. I mean, heavens to Betsy, they are very, very welcome to say the least, Andy, but people have to understand uh, you've still got to protect yourself from losses any of these prices going down because our feed costs sure as heck are not going down yeah no i appreciate you having me thanks for um thanks for your time and you certainly hit the nail on the head there at the, with the intro with how crazy commodity markets have been here you know and um yeah that's to me you know we've seen uh, actually had a pretty good run higher yesterday after seeing some some, some weakness there uh in futures but yeah, I mean, for the most part, you're seeing some just really high milk prices, not only in class three, but in class four. Mm-hmm. I got I to gotta ask you just quick, Andy, um, as you pointed out, one day we'll see a 50, 60 cent sell off on class three milk, which is the one I primarily watch. Next day we gain it back and then some. What has open interest, namely people that are are working those contracts. What has open interest been like for class three? It makes me wonder if food... Uh, providers, you know, the the distributors or food manufacturers are trying to jump in that market and protect themselves? Yeah, no, that's a good question. And it's it certainly has been growing. You know, open interest is a reflection of how many people are participating in the market, both buyers and sellers. Um, and, you know, for the most part, it really has been, it has been, has been accumulating and for good reason too. I mean, you said it yourself, there's a ton of volatility here. And even at these higher prices, you know, right? that, that we're high, we're at higher prices for a reason. There's a demand for it, right? And and so you're seeing, yeah, commercial end users, those that need to buy cheese, you know, buy milk to make cheese, kind of thing. They're coming into the market and and they're um, yeah, they're they're taking ownership of futures. Um, there's a pretty good discount built in the futures curve out forward, meaning you know it's it's anticipating weaker prices from current spot prices. Um, as much as you know, in some cases, as much as two dollars, you go out to Q1 of 2023. It's even more than that. But it's pretty typical, especially when you start to see this. I mean, when you when you're talking about a, a 24, 25, you know, we're just talking about current cash prices that we just we just don't really see that often. So to see that kind of a discount build in the market, I don't think it's a big surprise. It's just it's a it's, it's certainly a forecast for lower prices out forward. Yeah, right. At, on the short term, now I'm just curious. Have you seen anything? This would normally be the time of the year where milk prices come down because we get full on milk. Uh, spring calving, a lot of cows that are in full milk. All of that's kind of out the door this year, isn't it? Yeah, I'd say so. And you know, you're seeing milk production reports. We have we haven't seen one here in a while, at least in a few months. That's shown you know, growth in terms of like overall, you know, higher year over year production. Um, like we've seen for, I mean, countless months in a row for a good number of years. 
Um, you know, I think also too, you want to take into you know take into account not just us but the rest of the world. You know, Europe is getting uh, is tightened up. You know, it's tight milk type supply, and and you know we're you know we're seeing obviously exports you know reflect that, right? And but for the most part, we really haven't seen milk production or respond to some of these higher prices. To your point too, I mean, it, it costs it costs a lot of money to make a pound of milk. Yeah. So are producers using these escalated prices right now? to protect themselves when you start to see that downturn? Or are they ready to throw the dice? They say Ukraine and Russia do not like they're gonna look like they're going to resolve their differences anytime soon. Food prices are going to continue to go up. Their feed costs continue to go up. Are they taking a position in the marketplace, or are they going to let her roll? I think they're doing a little bit of both, to be honest. You know, and, and you can, in one of the expressions, you can buy puts and be bullish. Right. So, you know, if you're if you're a buyer of put options, you're protecting yourself from downside risk while at the same time participating should the market go higher. And let's say, you know, let's say you buy a put and you don't have to use it. The most you risk is the premium you pay. You're out that at the end of the at the end of the contract's term. So, yeah, I'm, I'm sure you're seeing folks that are selling futures and, and locking in the price. Um, you know, if it makes sense to do that you know, with respect to your break even. And, and hey, that's that's one way to do it. Um, I'd say another way folks are doing that be, a, you know, whether it's CME or using the DRP program, um, or any other, you know, any other program for that matter. But, um, you know, the idea of, again, being able to put a position on and then, you know, participating in both sides of the market in a way. Mm-hmm. Yeah, right. Andy Fallman's along with us. If you're just joining us, one of the broker analysts with EverAg, you can find him online, ever.ag. Got to ask you, Andy, how busy are the phones these days? Now, traditionally, when the weather allows, farmers are going to get busy planting, and that includes dairy farmers. How busy are the phones? Are they calling you from the cab to talk these strategies over? Yeah, I mean, it's, you know, you're seeing more and more participation. And, you know, it, I hear what you're saying with respect to the time of the year, but, you know, markets aren't going to wait. Um, so, yeah, I think you are seeing more folks take notice and start to look at, you know, these types of prices and say, hey, maybe I should take it, you know, maybe I should be taking a look and protecting something. What's the what's the month you're watching most closely? What's the one that that gives you, you know, butterflies? Um, well, May is so the May contract is not done pricing, but pretty close. So, you know, there really isn't, shouldn't be as much volatility as, say, like June through December. Um, I would say, you know, from the remainder of the year, you know, there's, like I said, I think it's going to be susceptible to any sort of a kind of sell-off in, in cash. And, mm-hmm. again, it's pricing at a discount. So it's saying, you know, hey, we're a little too high in cash right now for the remainder of the year. Mm-hmm. So I think, you know, I think those types of months are just, I think it's just going to be very volatile. Yeah. Oh, man. That's going to be the phrase we use to describe the year. Appreciate it, Andy. Always glad to have you along with us. Again, that's Andy Fulman. He's one of the broker analysts of the full team from Everag, and they are there, like he said, trying to help you make your way through these challenging times. Ever.ag, and you'll get connected with all the staff. We'll catch up with you tomorrow morning for a Finally Friday. <laughs>